0: Dude Radio, because you'll feel outstanding. And always remember that our motto, as we found out from last week's interview with Dr. Dan Siegel, is that the best predictor of a child's well-being is a parent's self-understanding. On today's show, we're going to talk about relationship resolutions yes. and how that's different from your boring old typical New Year's resolution. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. I wish I had some New Year sound effects, but I don't. What about this one? I, don't, no. I, I have no idea what that is. <laughs>
1: are you Are you feeling that way this morning?
0: You know what? I'm gonna get you going right now before I even talk about the promos, sweetie. You ready? Yeah. She's hey, my baby? Hey, hey. Hey. Yes, bubble freak. Can you help us with this? I'm gonna slow it down here. Who's the best part? Who is this? Wait,
1: the next part is the best part.
0: Remember go black. 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 Babu. Yep,
1: the droid is A droid ready. The droid is ready. The droid is ready. Who who That's Babu Frick. Who's that? That's my baby. He's in um uh the new Star Wars movie.
0: And what does he do? He fixes
1: all the droids. <laughs>
0: Kathy, you know you get a jingle in your head and it doesn't go away. Kathy's been walking around the house last no oh, week. Week, two weeks. Saying Babu, 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 Babu Freaks
1: in all the droids. Um, do you, you have the do you have the song? I do. Pull up the babu freak song. Um, so anyway, I don't know who saw Star Wars, but I did. And I'm sure I'm not the only one. And um I wasn't like the biggest fan in the world and i'm a huge star wars fan so don't you know don't get angry with me but that little guy saved the show for me and he's not in it very much
0: he doesn't have to be kathy's been singing that (laughs) everybody's annoyed (laughs) in this household but they're singing it too it is catchy he's a droid fixer he's
1: a droid fixer and he's got big hands so i would say this break there's many things i could many ways i could describe this break but probably two of the most prominent things are babu frick and baby yoda
0: yes from the mandalorian yes maybe we'll talk about that on pop culture yes yes um quick uh, things. We have a busy day today. We have a Zen talk? Yes. And we have a sex ed talk at the library tonight. Wow. We have um, a Zen talk? Yes. Yes, it was already scheduled.
1: Nice. Well, good. I'm glad people know. I'm just
0: uh, catching up. Tomorrow night, Wednesday, January eighth. So this is January seventh that this show is being released. So tonight we have a sex ed talk. Um, love for you to come. It's at the library. It's free. How to talk to your kids about this really important topic,
1: and also how to get you get help you get. Um, What's the word I'm looking for?
0: Past your own resistance. Well, past
1: your own resistance, but also feel like you're organized yeah. about how to have this discussion. And that Because I think a lot of reasons the discussion about sex ed doesn't happen is because we're like, I'm not sure what to say. I'm not sure what to do. I'm not sure when to do it. And this can maybe help you get a little more structured in your mind um, and also feel a little more um, confident mm-hmm. about what you say and how you say it.
0: Uh, tomorrow night, I have a Tribe virtual meeting where guys come together and lean on each other for support. So, if you're interested, go to tribemensgroup.org. January 30th, you and I are screening Navigate Adolescents, partnering up with Navigate Adolescents, a movie called The Bystander Moment.
1: So, we're partnering with Navigate Adolescents. We're not. We're not screening them.
0: No, they're the the organization that we're partnering with. Bystander Moment's a really important documentary. Uh, it's about how to stand up and mm-hmm. how we to should speak stand up, up speak
1: mm-hmm. up. Oh my gosh. There's so much to speak up about right now. You think I'm, I'm overwhelmed by it. Actually. Um, one of my daughters just texted me about 30 minutes and said, we have to give to Australia.
0: Yeah. I said, I'm in. Yeah. Well, we're going to do that. I got to get online and figure out I don't know if it's Red Cross or somebody else, but oh, we'll there's figure just it so out. So
1: many things going on.
0: Uh, February 4th, raising a confident daughter given by Kathy Cassani Adams. Yes, It's free. It's at the Elmer's library. Uh, February twelfth, uh, you're gonna do something. Oh, I even wrote it down. Where is it? I don't know. You're speaking in Bloomingdale at middle of the day at noon. Oh, good. Um, and then a Tribe Men's uh, Workshop, uh, fourteen forty Multiversity, April third. And then you and I are doing a Multiversity October twenty third. It's a ways off, but so
1: we have a lot of things coming up. I think the thing in February is for Glenbard Speaker Series.
0: Uh, I Isn't think it's, right? different. No, it's different. No, this is in Bloomingdale. Oh, okay. So anyways, um, so, uh, oh, and then so the conference, if, So but wait we'll a talk second. about that in the middle.
1: There's no way that all of you are going to remember everything Todd said. So just go to zenparentingradio.com and click events mm. and then all
0: of it's there. There you go. Um, including the conference, which we'll talk about in the middle of the show. Yeah. Um, okay. Relationship resolution.
1: Yeah. So. You know, I think, okay, this is our ninth year doing Zen parenting. Um, Happy anniversary. Oh yeah,
0: this kind of is an anniversary, isn't it? Yeah,
1: nine years. And um, I think we have probably in these nine years talked about resolutions a few times because resolutions or goals can become, can sound really good in theory, um, but they can become very daunting and they can become something that we then feel bad about not following through on, Or they become something that maybe we don't really want to do, but we feel bad about stopping doing it, whatever it may be. Like, for example, you know, the yoga class I went to yesterday, it was packed, Yeah, right? That yoga class has usually got 15 or 20 people. I'm not saying it's not busy, but it was like wall-to-wall people. Mm -hmm. And that always happens in the first week or two of January because everybody has these new goals. And I actually... I don't I don't really want to make fun of that cuz I think that's great. Um but the the question is are you in yoga or are you working out at the, you know, fitness center or are you running every day because you're like I have to lose weight? Or are you doing that because you're like I would like to do something good for myself? Um like what is your intention behind what you're doing? And this is kind of the relationship resolution like framework that I want to offer because I think we go into things kind of wanting external. Um, You know, we'll go in and we're going to be like, I'm going to work harder and make more money or I'm going to get this deal or or, "I'm I'm I'm going to get a promotion. I'm going to
0: lose 10 pounds.
1: But and that those things could happen. Um, it's not that we, it's not that goals are inherently bad, but what if we shifted our focus to having our resolutions be about how well we monitor our relationship with the people we love and with ourselves? Yes. Because relationship remember, doesn't just mean with other people. It's Mm. how we feel about the way we take care of ourselves, you know? Um, like, so this year, It was
0: real quick. Um mm -hmm. eight per just this is a New York Post, just eight percent of people achieve their New Year's goals while around eighty percent fail to keep their New Year's resolutions. So I mean I think that's kinda six to one, half a dozen to the other. But the bottom line is most of these resolutions that we come up with in January rarely become integrated.
1: Yeah, and you know, I'm thinking about things like, Oh, I'm not going to eat sugar or I'm gonna quit smoking or I'm gonna and these are good in theory. It's just sometimes the way we do it is so hardcore that it's very hard to maintain. Yeah, And I think sometimes with like, honestly, something like eating less sugar could be a relationship resolution, meaning I am going to be more conscious about how I feel when I eat sugar. Like I told, um, we, well, you
0: could do like a relationship with food, I guess it,
1: we could too. That's, yeah. that's wonderful. I told uh, Todd yesterday that I, I ate so much sugar over this break. We had, birthdays and we had parties and we had you know new years and just like all of you like we're no
0: different a lot of donuts in the morning a lot of
1: donuts a lot of cake um we had you know even your dad's birthday like there was so much and i yesterday morning my body was literally like i want a donut like my body is now
0: because it's used to having donuts
1: and so i your body's
0: like hey where's the donuts
1: (laughs) the donut where's where's the donuts we have what's going on here
0: (laughs) your body's like
1: forgotten yeah hello hello It's already 10 a.m. Donut time. (laughs) So I got one and I was eating it (laughs) and I was like, okay, I'm done with donuts. Now, here's the thing. I am not literally done with donuts for life. Yeah. But I realized that even yesterday when I was like kind of excited to go get one, I'm like, this isn't even good. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not even, you're not so even enjoying I'm it. I'm not even enjoying you're, it. You're replenishing like,
0: a need that ha- that happened as a result of your habits from the last few weeks.
1: Correct. Like I, my body just built up a, like you said, the expectation of morning donut um, or nighttime cake. And so now I need to, um, it's not about no more donuts. It's about, I need to kind of wean myself off those. And then I can have one in a little bit, you know, in a couple weeks for mm-hmm. fun, yeah. but it won't be because I have to. Right. I think the, the giving up of things, um, cold Turkey, um, there are some things that we really should like smoking or something. But I think if we can ease into something and say, I'm going to start to realize how I feel when I eat this, or I'm going to start, I'm going to have something else there.
0: I think most people would be more successful with that, including me with one exception. I stopped eating meat, uh, aside from fish. So mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, fish is, me. I'm a pescatarian, and I just know my personality that if I, you know, snuck something here or there, it, I would be really likely to sneak more and more. I don't know why. And
1: you're even using the word sneak, like um, you cheat. But what if you just had a bite of? But meat? But my
0: relationship right now with poultry, chicken, or poultry and chicken are They're the same. The thing. same. Mm-hmm. Poultry, pork, and beef mm-hmm. is that I'm not going to mm-hmm. consume it. Okay. So that's my
1: sure. And that's you're on your third year, aren't you?
0: I think almost three years, yeah. April.
1: Right. So basically what you're saying is that's the one thing that you're a little bit cold turkey. Yeah, but about.
0: whereas other stuff, I lean into it. Like yes. oh, I'm going to work out an extra five minutes instead of working out an extra hour and a half. Right. Or I'm, you know, so.
1: Well, and I think the thing about doing it that way is it doesn't feel, then waking up on a Monday morning after a break where you're like, okay, now I'm going to quit everything. <laughs> It's a little daunting Mm -hmm. and a little challenging to keep up. Yeah. And I'm actually getting sidetracked from what I really want to talk about, which is what if instead we focused on instead of all those things like about sugar and meat and everything, we were like this year, I really want to make sure that um, I have better conversations with the people I love or that I text people that I don't talk to that much occasionally and just say I'm thinking of them.
0: What about your postcard idea?
1: What if, yeah, and I ended up uh, getting that for my sister for her birthday too that I have a book of postcards and when I think of somebody, I write in on one of the postcards and then mail it. I've got a bunch of postcard stamps ready to go and then that person, it it feels better for me. Like sometimes the people don't acknowledge that they got it, which they don't have to. Mm. I feel good reaching out. Yeah. The The goal is not I'm going to send things so people think I'm great. The goal is I'm going to send things because I think a lot of us walk through our lives thinking about people mm-hmm. and we don't do anything about it. No. Um, or we, we talk
0: about how I should reach out to that person, but we never do.
1: Right. Or we'll say, wow, I was thinking, or I heard a song on the radio and it reminded me of my friend from college. Or, um, you know, I was thinking about today how grateful I am to my grandmother or my aunt or my friend for helping me last year. And, you know, wow, last year at this time I was having a hard time and I wouldn't have gotten through it without so-and-so. And the decision to then contact them and say that really is a wonderful First of all, you feel good because you followed through. You know, like this is what I mean about resolution—following through on your heart-centered thoughts.
0: So you feel good. The person that receives it probably feels good. The person that that received it probably is having a little bit better day, and there's going to be a butterfly effect for them. Correct. So uh, the people around them are going to feel good. So there's a lot of exponential uh, returns.
1: And there's a lot of teaching within it because I don't know about you guys, but the a lot of the things I've learned to do, like... You know, as far as like helping people with phone calls or texts or dropping off food at someone's house or sending a gift card or sending us uh, a sympathy card, I've learned that from other people because they've done it for me. And I, and they didn't do it for me to teach me, they were just being themselves and supporting me. You know, like my girlfriend who, you know, just left a coffee on my doorstep and said, There's a coffee outside for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, like she taught me to do that for other people. Yeah. Um, the reason I'm saying that is because sometimes when we're giving, even if we have no intention to teach, we're showing other people how it's done. And not only are we showing other people, but our children watch us and our partner watches us. And that is not necessarily the foundation of our intention, Mm -hmm. but those are the things that happen. Like you said, the butterfly effect, things that happen. And I think what I have found for me, maybe it's me at this age or whatever, is I can get a lot of work done in a day, check a lot of things off the list. And sure, that feels good. It's a bit like a sugar high. Yeah. But the days that I go to bed really like content and full are the days that I either had a really good conversation with you or one of my girls or where I talked to a friend I haven't talked to in a long time or where I spent the day with my mom, maybe taking her somewhere or taking her to lunch or that... I was able to see my sister or my niece or nephew or whatever it may be. Those are the days where I feel like this was a valuable and important day. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that about myself. So why not make that the priority rather than I need to make more money and I need to check more things off the list. Those have a place.
0: But they have an inflated importance. Generally speaking, in our society. They're a donut high. Yes, they're the donut high. And I am such a so guilty of that it's not even funny like there's times when i'm like oh read my read a book to my daughter in bed or check off more emails and there's plenty of times when i do one and not the other yeah so but one thing i was going to mention is one good idea um for all of us who get frustrated at our kids for for our as far as screen time for the parents who have kids that have a phone um one thing like use the that to your advantage. And what I mean by that is in Kathy, you're really good at this, mm-hmm. um, texting them throughout the day or just, you know, quick thought. I feel like that is underdone because the fact that we live with them doesn't means that we don't need to reach out to them but it's that's where their attention is well
1: and to clarify exactly what you mean is not saying how'd you do on that test or did you turn in your paper or you're late it's things like like you know I mean Todd's right I text the whole we have a, a group chat called the fam which is just the five of us and I'm probably, well, we all kind of text no, on it, but, but I text most. on it the most. And I'll just text a picture of Baby Yoda drinking the the bone broth.
0: People don't know who Baby Yoda is. Sweetie.
1: Baby Yoda's in The Mandalorian and he drinks bone broth. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know that exactly scene the scene sips you're sips talking it. about. So anyway, I just text a funny picture or a YouTube clip or there's things I know that my girls love. Like, for example, you know, if something's in the news. And again, I love pop culture, so I'm looking at it anyway. I'm not searching for... I'm not looking at it for my girls, mm-hmm. but if I, I notice something happen with Shawn Mendes or I notice, you know, Taylor Swift's going on tour, or if I notice, I always like send it to them.
0: Well, one thing I do is whenever I'm leaving on a work trip, mm-hmm. I usually send out send a, a quote. quote of the yeah. day and that I love everybody. Which is wonderful. Yeah. And we appreciate it. And But I only think to do it when I'm going to be gone. I don't think to do it, you know, because there's times when our kids are so busy you know, between school and after school activities and their downtime, like they could be around all week and I could not connect with them at all.
1: Exactly. And I also think I need to say, just so everybody knows, and I'm saying this not because I need it, (laughs) they don't text me back necessarily. You have to send with the intention that you want to share, not with the intention I need their attention.
0: Well, that's a that's that's a whole another podcast. Right
1: I know, there. and and they sometimes do, or sometimes they. don't it's nice, like it but it's not it. why you do it. No, I do it because I think it's funny. Mm-hmm. Like I've sent them that Babu Freak song like three times um, because I think it's funny, and I know that they're. <laughs> but
0: they say droids will take your job. Baba Babu Freak says that I think not. Rise up now and I seize the means. Who you think's gonna affect the machines? Baba.
1: He's fixing all the droids.
0: Apologies in advance for those who—it's an earworm. Yeah, it's an earworm. <laughs> babu, babu, babu.
1: So you're sending it to demonstrate love, and also so you have connection and conversation with the people you love that aren't always around getting things done. I think I'm I'm learning a lot <laughs> because I don't I sometimes don't recognize this. Um, that some of my clients and some of the people I talk with that the only conversations they ever have with their kids about, are about school, yeah. is about school. I don't know how to say that the right way. Um, or about what time is soccer practice or what time do I need to be at the game or you know, when are you going to turn in that assignment? And that's the only communication that's going on. Right. And if maybe one of your relationship resolutions for this year is I'm going to have conversations with my children about things that have nothing to do with things they have to do. That are just about life and here's some information and here's some fun news or here's a picture. Like another thing I text to the girls a lot are um, for those of you who are on Facebook, you know how you get a Facebook memory from like 10 years ago. And so it'll be like a picture of me with the girls and I will screenshot it and text it to them. And sometimes they'll say, ah, or cute or, you know, like it. But I know that when they look at it just for that moment, it's it's enjoyable, mm. or it is to me. <laughs> um,
0: are any of our kids better at uh, acknowledging your texts?
1: Uh, th- they all are at different times, mm. meaning they, I don't think there's one of them that does it the most, but they all do it at different times. Yeah, yeah.
0: Depends on where they are.
1: Exactly. It depends on what's going on. But again, that that's not the intention. Um, and it is, I think for me, that makes me feel, even if it's just texts a little more, like I'm number one, letting them know I'm thinking of them. Number two, um, having a conversation with them that uh, with things that I'm interested in too, like mm-hmm. sharing of myself a little bit more. And um, Tadnett, you and you and I are pretty good at texting during the day. I mean, you and I can Usually get it's in-
0: functional though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, we it's are like, a little more functional. Give me some, give me some mouthwash. Do
1: you want me to send you more Baby Yoda memes?
0: Uh, yeah, I like getting your memes.
1: Okay. Um, I, I think that maybe it's because I see you more during the day. Yeah. Um, but when you travel, I, we're, we're pretty good at texting. Do you think we should have a relationship resolution to text each other more?
0: Uh, no, I feel like we're doing well. Um, when I'm gone and also when I'm gone, we're not fans of talking on the phone, No. which I think we've talked about in this podcast. We don't have to revisit it, Uh but you and I are not good phone people together. Because we're you're busy. I'm busy. I'm going to see you tomorrow. Let's just save it up. That's kind of how I feel. And
1: same. It's all about the dynamic of our relationship, because if you had to be abroad or something for six months, we'd talk on the phone. But because I know if you leave on a Monday, you'll be home on a Wednesday. I don't need to have a two hour conversation with you. We'll just talk about it on Wednesday. Um, A few other things like about relationship resolutions. And this is about maybe.
0: And then are we going to get into them? Are you going Sure, say a I few was going to
1: say a few of them right now.
0: Oh, you are? Oh, before we do that, okay. I want to talk about our partner sure. of the week, highlands.com. Many associate ear pain with summer activities, but did you know that winter clouds and flu contribute to sinus infections? Sinus infections are one of the top 10 causes for ear pain. Did you also know that earaches are one of the primary causes for doctor visits with over 30 million visits per year? Highlands can help. After you've been diagnosed with an earache by a physician, try Highlands homeopathic earache drops or tablets. Highlands has been trusted for generations to provide safe homeopathic medicines for all members of the family. Highlands homeopathic earache drops and tablets provide natural relief to help you get back to doing what you love. Visit highlands.com backslash ear hyphen pain. Highlands.com slash ear hyphen pain. That's H-Y-L-A-N-D-S. To find a retailer near you, go to highlands.com backslash ear hyphen pain claims are based on traditional homeopathic practice not accepted medical evidence not fda evaluated read and follow label directions okay and then regarding the conference
1: okay so the conference it's in like a month and a half two months 55 days oh my gosh so this is the time so if you plan on coming to the conference get your ticket If you plan on supporting other people with coming to the conference, become a Zen friend. Even 20 bucks makes a difference because some people just need some scholarship to get there, meaning they don't need the whole ticket paid for. Um, If you want to do Todd's pre-conference workshop or I think even mine, I think I have more space now, correct? Yes. Um, Sign up for that. Um, this This conference is so rich, meaning we have um, Rachel Simmons talking about um, girls and leadership. We have Tony Porter talking about healthy masculinity. We have Gemma Hartley talking about emotional labor. We have a panel um, about transgender and non-binary identity. We have... Debbie Reber talking about neurodiverse children and how to be an ally for neurodiverse children. And we have um, Dr. John Duffy, Dr. John Duffy, who will be talking about anxiety and talking about his new book um, and parenting in the age of anxiety. So there's so many parenting and world topics that we're going to be discussing. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't want to miss it. And you can bring your teen. Um, It's again, February 28th and 29th, Friday night and Saturday during the day. Um, we always make it those that exact time because it's not too much time, but enough time. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to give up your entire weekend. Um, so go to zenparentingradio.com dot com and then you'll see where it says, you know, click on the conference or you can go to zenparentingconference.com. dot com. But either A lot of ways fine. to get there. Exactly. So get your ticket and get there. And if you have any questions, um email us. Yeah.
0: Let us know. Okay. So your uh, relationship resolutions.
1: Yeah. So some of my relationship resolutions are, some of them are everything I've already talked about, like sending more letters, sending more thank you notes to people. What I,
0: about what Butch said? Butch goes to his, uh, my our nephew goes to his mailbox. Max, yeah. Max. Mm-hmm. Um, every week. Yeah. He says he's never gotten a letter. He's never letter. gotten a
1: letter. And it broke my heart because I've probably, I text him and I Venmo him. Yeah. Um,
0: he probably likes the Venmo better than the text, sweetie.
1: Probably, but what I mean is that it's not as if I'm not thinking of him. Yeah, but I have forgotten that letters are nice, oh, especially they're, when they're you're in college.
0: Nice is not the word. Letters are magical, and I still, at this moment, don't have the discipline to do it. I have one friend that sends me a postcard every now and again, just Mike, Mike Ross, mm-hmm. telling him, uh, telling me how much you know we mean to each other. But it feels so good getting that. It does. And I just, I, I, I need to, I need to resolve to do more of that
1: you know what we're gonna do this is one of our resolutions i've
0: just figured it out right
1: you know how when we go places are kind of random like somewhere in wisconsin or we're driving through indiana or we're downtown chicago Mm -hmm. and you go into a little shop and there's postcards that just say chicago or wisconsin or whatever and i'm saying this because obviously we could do this in any state or in any country but sometimes you can buy a postcard and just say i'm thinking of you and you could maybe be 30 minutes from home when you buy that postcard um and it's a good idea. carry some postcard stamps in your purse or in your wallet. And just get them out and just get them out and just say, "I am in Chicago right now." And I was thinking about when we used to live together, and I love you, and blah mm. blah blah. Like, so that is one of my resolutions to write more letters to Max or to send him more packages. You know, think about in college when you'd get a package. Sweetie,
0: so they don't deliver beer to the to the. I'm not actually they send do. him beer. Oh.
1: Um, I wouldn't do that. I was going to send him like food or, you know. Chips. That's food. Can I, um, can
0: I tell my story of when I went out with Max? Uh, you when already I w- did. Uh, I did? I think you did, but you can tell it again. Because um, it's been a year. I went to Ames, Iowa, where my nephew goes to school. And uh, we went to dinner, had uh-huh. deep fried mac and cheese bites. Healthy. Delicious. Uh-huh. And then Kathy's like, you got to um, take him to Target and buy him like stuff for his dorm room. Shampoo. Shampoo. So we started, and he's like, started buying yogurt and all that. And I'm like, wait a second. Should I be buying you beer? And he's like, well, if you want to. And he's in a fraternity, he's in the college life. And I said, get whatever you want. He's like, can I buy good beer? I said, sure, whatever you want. And uh, he got two bricks of Bud Light. A brick is a case, sweetie. <laughs> right. They call them bricks. Right. And he just grabbed them. He's like, I'll take these. And that was his good beer? And then I helped him sneak it into the dorms. I broke the law.
1: I, I, why feels, are you saying this on a
0: podcast? It feels good to break the law. Does it? Yes. Zen parenting uh, memo. Break the law. No. If you're doing something for your nephew.
1: I don't like that because no. I think people could say that's not a good idea.
0: Well, break, break laws that are dumb. Like what? Uh, you know, when your nephew wants to sneak beer into the dorms. Well, if he gets in trouble, it's your fault. No, no. It's his fault. He's an adult. Well... I'm an accomplice.
1: I was going to say, I don't know if that's a good idea or not. I'm not going to support you in that. One of the many bad ideas we... Talk
0: about on the podcast.
1: I know. I'm not going to support you in that. Um, right. And you're probably going to get emails about saying all
0: that. Okay. So I'm going to send them to you. for them to Todd at ZenParentingRadio.com. Yes. Um, so, it's just me showing I'm not a perfect individual for goodness' sake. Correct.
1: And, and me neither. Um, so, yes. Yeah. So I'm going to send more letters to Max, not beer, and text. Uh, like, um, I already see my mom once a week, and that's good. But I wanted to make sure, like, my mom, her hometown is Galena, Illinois. <coughs> And that's where Todd and I got married. It's kind of our second hometown too, a little bit, maybe third hometown Yeah, um, the, after Chicago. One of the few. Yes. And so uh, my mom likes to go there, you know? And so I told her that this month we were just going to go there for lunch mm-hmm. and it takes like two and a half hours to get there, but so we're going to go
0: early. A and, lot of good car times.
1: Yeah. Maybe. A lot of good car time and we're going to have good lunch in Galena. And then um, then some relationship things with myself. I don't know if you've noticed, Todd, but I now have gray hair yes. around my face Yes. and I have never had to color my hair. As
0: I say, well-deserved gray, <laughs> sweetie, or well, it's, earned.
1: So I was in Florida most of this break and I had my hair in a ponytail like 98.9% of the time. And, you know, I have gray hair. Mm. Around. And again, some of you listening have had gray hair since you were 25. So I'm not complaining. It's just I now would like to maybe color my hair a little mm-hmm. bit. So that's a new thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a few friends who are going the other way and have been coloring their hair and have decided to go gray. Mm-hmm. And I think that's great, too. Yeah. But what it is, the resolution is not... Dye your hair. The resolution is I'm going to do something for myself. Yeah, if it be that gr- feels good, right? Grow my hair out or cut my hair short or get my hair colored or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, Because sometimes we leave ourselves off this list. For sure. You know, and then we're like, oh, I haven't done anything about my needs. Um, and then there are some of us who only focus on those things. To there, balance. There are some people that I see who are just so well-groomed all the time. Like me. And I think, when do you have time to do all of these things? The eyebrows and the It's not easy, sweetie,
0: but I somehow figure out how to manage.
1: I'm not talking about you. Oh, that's weird. Because you're wearing that same rainbow sweatshirt that you were wearing in 19... um, excuse me. 2019. Yeah. And it's 2020. It's a new
0: year. And you're
1: still wearing it. New
0: opportunities to wear the rainbow sweatshirt. I did wash it. There you go.
1: So at least it's clean.
0: Yeah, you don't need to wash sweatshirts nearly as often you need to wash like underwear. I, what? Mm-hmm. You, underwear every use. Um, sweatshirts every 45 uses.
1: Okay, but I was thinking about putting that sweatshirt in a drawer and well, seeing it Well, as, if as you long as
0: I know it. where it is. <clears throat>
1: You just wear it all the time.
0: It's comfortable. My I baby know. sister got it for me.
1: Mm-hmm. I know. And it is a is, ni- they're nice colors. It goes
0: well with my plaid pajama pants right. that but I'm wearing. But then that's
1: the thing is you're wearing a rainbow sweatshirt and red and black
0: pants. Yeah. You know? That's how I roll. Yes. Okay. You ready to hear one of mine? Yes, go. I, Todd Adams, mm. yes. am going to do a better job listening. Oh, that's a good one. I'm just... uh. I used to think I was an average listener and now I think unless I'm in like a coaching session where I'm truly like tuned in because it's my job, but I'm just not, I think I'm a below average listener. Huh. Um, and my one kind of trick to become better okay. is because it, it's usually when I'm talking to you or the girls, is for me truly with your permission to either be in close proximity okay. eye contact okay. and maybe putting my hand on your shoulder or okay. my hand on your knee or on the girls because my this brain of ours of yours of mine uh-huh it goes even when i don't want it to see how it goes look at how it look goes look at how it goes and i'm just i've realized like you big like, i already told you that i'm like you did yeah and it's because i wasn't listening
1: what was that one thing? I remember exactly where we were. We were on First Street. We were driving in the car. And you asked me a question. And I go, Todd, we had like a really long conversation. Yeah, that conversation. was like a month
0: ago. I remember that yeah. conversation. I don't remember exactly what it was about. But yeah, you're like, yeah, we this wasn't in passing talk. It was- Well,
1: it was because I said, remember, we talked about this. And it led to this. And that's why we had this conversation. Like, there was all these pieces where it was like they hadn't occurred. Mm-hmm. It was a bit like there was... So
0: a- I feel like I'm going to do like... As close as I can to full body listening. And what I mean by that is not putting the phone down, but putting it away. Okay. Making eye contact. Okay. Um, I don't know. Any other tricks that you can help me with?
1: Well, I would say the best trick would be to consider it a practice and that if you have a day where you're not doing that or where you're busy, that you say this doesn't mean I'm not a good listener, mm-hmm. this means that um that I can't be as intentional as I usually am in this moment for whatever reason, but that I'm going to keep practicing it. Because I think that's, again, going back to the beginning of the show where we were talking about, you know, I'm going to quit this. I'm going to give this up. I'm going to go to class every day. When you set intentions or resolutions like that, as soon as you, I'm putting this in air quotes, break it, you give up. And if it's, instead, if we can say throughout this year... I am going to practice being a better listener, but there are some occasions where I'm not going to be able to do the full body listening. Like when you and I are like shuttling girls to and fro, you know, to and fro,
0: to and from. It's very highbrow, sweetie. I know what's fro. What does that mean? The economy. Um,
1: And so the economy. Uh, So, you know, or you and I are, getting up in the morning and I'm going one way like that's it's not always possible. But that doesn't mean you can't do it when it is possible. Right. And the more that and I kind of think one thing that's been helpful to me as a journaler is every day or at nighttime, depending on when you prefer to write, writing in really shorthand things that you either did or want to do Right. more listening tomorrow, you know, more text tomorrow, more letters tomorrow, a letter tomorrow. Um. Quiet time, downtime. You know, one of the things that I, I know we did show about this last year the year before is I love to bring more break into my regular year. What that means is when we are on break, like a two-week uh, holiday break or spring break or summer break, I'm like a different person. How so? I just don't feel as anxious um, probably
0: I, less motivated and motivated to be productive.
1: I don't feel it's less because the way that you just said that, even though you're right, that sounds negative. I don't more motivated I see, for downtime. Yeah. I see the dumbness. <laughs> Of constantly having to do things. The
0: silliness of our everyday lives.
1: Correct. Like our crazy ant behavior Mm -hmm. where we're like these ants running around with pieces of food, dumping them somewhere and then figuring out where to go. Like it's we're just all busy for the sake of being busy. And on break, things are just so different that it's not that I mean, break has its share of difficult moments and everything but i just am different like i and i tried to say that out loud to you i think yesterday or the day before like i feel like a different person on break and i need to bring pieces of that into everyday life well
0: and there's a part of me that's what that wants to say how do you not just bring pieces how do you bring that exact energy to your everyday life and maybe the answer is you can't there's a because they're two different things they are but you can at least bring some pieces.
1: Well, I feel like things become clear to me on break. Like when there's a little more space and time and I'm reading more books and I'm alone more or for that, actually on this break, we weren't alone at that much at all, but I felt more in my own skin And when I do, I start to realize the things that I don't want to do anymore. It becomes really clear. Whereas in a school year, if I'm just kind of going, if I'm on rote autopilot, you know, I'm autopilot, I'm just doing the next thing. There's no space to recognize whether or not this is something I want to continue doing. And so I'm very clear right now about what I want to do this year and what I don't want to do. So that's a resolution for me, too, is it's not about quitting something. It's about less time here, more time here. And I know that one of the more time things for me is with my people, Mm. you guys, and my books and my chair and, um, you know, movies. And I I just, those are the things that make me feel more grounded in myself.
0: Been on a good run with movies lately.
1: We did very well. Star
0: Wars bombshell we should do
1: a, a pop culturing about all these holiday movies we've seen and a little bit of golden globe discussion yeah do you want to do that
0: sure it's just going to take a little work for me to pull up clips
1: well we don't have to do it right now no i know yeah we can just today. do it like in the you know later today little
0: women little women bombshell bombshell star wars star wars queen and slim queen and slim we talked about that a little bit marriage story marriage story the irishman uh, yeah um we did
1: most of the uh award the the nominated movies mm. we did most of them we haven't done uncut gems we have not two popes seen two popes which i want to see i it's didn't realize Netflix. i didn't realize it was about benedict and francis neither did i
0: i wasn't interested and then i heard it was about those two i'm like i'm in
1: i am in yeah. and and it's you know anthony hopkins yeah and and, it's on and Jonathan, what's his name? Price. So it's like really good actors. I thought you
0: were going to say Jonathan Prang, who is my um, grade school classmate.
1: He was. He's not into popes. No, I'm would pretty be sure. Weird.
0: I'm pretty sure. So, uh, I, can I tell you a quick story? Please go ahead. At one of my grade school reunions, I forget. One of my friends brought a buddy of his, uh-huh. but introduced himself as Jonathan Prang, <laughs> and he looked different. Yeah. I'm like, But, I, you know, it's grade school, so it's like 35 years ago. I'm like, my God, Jonathan, you do not look like the same guy at all. And it's because it wasn't. But was his name really Jonathan Prang? No, it was Joe Blow or something like that. But my buddy um, got his buddy to come say, hey, I want you to come with me to this reunion and just say your name's Jonathan Prang and see if people believe you. Oh,
1: my God, that guy is so...
0: I think it was hilarious. Brave, yes. Because
1: how many places could you get found out? <laughs> like how long did it take until they?
0: Well, it's a thing. Like some guys knew it wasn't Jonathan Prang. I can't believe I'm talking about Jonathan. Prang. <laughs> <laughs> some guys knew it wasn't because they probably stayed in touch with him and realized that this is not the guy. This is not Jonathan Prang. But I haven't seen Jonathan Prang since eighth grade, which is 1986, which was a long time ago. And I'm like, wow, yeah, I, I, yeah. Like I tried to play it off as if it was normal. <laughs> and then somebody told me after, like later on that night, I'm like, that is freaking hilarious. Um,
1: that is so funny. And you know why I think it's so funny, right? I don't. Because, and I'm trying to look up what his name was. Um, there's a 30
0: Rock about that. Oh, oh you're talking about, um, I am.
1: I that's what I'm trying to look up what his name Larry is. Braverman. Larry Braverman. <laughs> yes. He's like, "I am Larry Braverman." Um that's really interesting. I don't think I just had my reunion this summer, so I'm trying to think. I don't think I would think I, I think I would be like, "No. It's not you." Now, grade school is very different than high school. Right. Like high school, like grade school, someone could change so much. I know. Yeah.
0: Last time I saw him, he was 13 years old. Right. Something like that.
1: But high school, like if someone was like, oh, no, this is so-and-so, I'd be like, no, mm-hmm.
0: you're not Larry Braverman.
1: Um, Todd, that's so funny. Um, so speaking of, you must have your reunion this summer, huh?
0: I have no idea.
1: Because I had mine last summer.
0: Um, well, yeah, I don't know. What, what year is it? 2020? Twenty twenty. Graduated in nineteen ninety. So right. that's thirty years. Yeah. Get on uh, get on the reunion committee. Whoever's Loyal Academy in nineteen ninety, send me an email. I won't volunteer any help. But I'll go. <laughs> but I'll go. I'll yeah. be there. Um so any other Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Full body listening. Okay. God I got it. that's so hard. Listening is so hard. For it's you. For everybody. Some people are good at it because they've been practicing right. intentionally. Right. But it's not something that comes normally because our brain is wired not to listen. Our right. brain is wired to talk to us while somebody else is trying to talk to us.
1: You're right. It is hard. And this is one one tip that I can give everybody. And I don't know if it's really a tip or just a reframe. But when someone says you need to practice communication, they always mean listening. Yes. So sure. sometimes when we're in a communication class, we think it's about talking or debating. No, no. It's about listening.
0: listening. Uh, my other one, and it might take us down a rabbit hole, is to have as much patience in the morning when any of our children are having a tough morning. Mm-hmm. Because it's not easy.
1: No. Well, and I think, you know, what's shifted for me is I expect it. So I don't go, oh, no, here's another hard morning. Like, I think our children, what they're being asked to do every day is very, it's, it, it's similar, it's based in what we did as kids, mm-hmm. meaning we all had to get up early and get to school, like we all have experience with this um, and we say to ourselves, well I had to do it, you have to do it, but I think the pressure that kids feel as far as expectation at school, the amount of activities they're in,
0: um, the amount of uh, well, real quick, school is seven or eight meetings uh-huh. back to back uh-huh. that you don't want to go to. Right. And then you talk about extracurricular stuff. Right. And you talk about friendships, which sounds like, oh, they're your friends. Friends are sometimes it's tough. It's tough. That can be Especially the hardest part. in high school and middle school. Right. Yes. Um, and, and we, I believe, have amnesia about how hard it is. Right. Because we just remember the fun times thank goodness, but it was freaking hard. Well,
1: I remember, I have like these very, um, you know how we have flash memories, like I don't remember every morning, but I remember kind of an amalgam of mornings, like a general feeling, um, especially in high school when I would wake up and like I had to get up super early. I had practice, like we had dance practice in the morning and it'd be like five and I'd look in the mirror and be like, I don't know if I can do this. Mm -hmm. Like I remember that feeling of like, how am I going to do this? And I didn't feel like I could talk about it. I didn't feel like I could share my anxiety or share my overwhelm. I just had to walk through it. Yeah. Now, I did walk through it and, and I did it. And by the time you're in an hour or two, you're kind of in, again, an autopilot place and, you're, and things are better, um, usually. But what I think is nice is if the girls wake up feeling that way, to be able to say, I get it. And you're not alone. Like, first of all, this is the first week back after a break, at least for us. Um who wants to go teachers are bumming, principals Everybody's, are bumming. Let's all
0: go to this building and be bumming together. Right.
1: All the students are bu- and not because they hate their jobs or they hate each other. It's because it's it's a different you have to shift into different a different energy. mode. Yeah. And it's hard for everybody. And so to to say to our kids you're not alone. Like this way you feel because if you feel like there's something wrong with me, school's hard, then you feel alone.
0: Well, um, one of our kids struggled a little bit this morning and you were very sensitive and loving and compassionate um, And I, on my way to school because she turned it around. Yeah. Probably because you were patient and loving and compassionate yeah. with her and she was wonderful. And I thought of like, what's that? I don't know. What's that phrase where like you get more bees with honey than vinegar. Uh-huh. Like that's kind of our parenting philosophy.
1: Right. Well, and think about it this way. Cause people will say, what do you mean she turned it around or what do you mean you're compassionate? So she wakes up, she's overwhelmed by the fact that she's getting up two hours earlier than she's been getting up all a break. I don't know about you guys, but my kids sleep during break, which mm. I'm very supportive of go yeah. sleep. Um, and So she's waking up earlier than she has in two weeks. Um, We just came off of all this holiday fun, all these gifts, all this enjoyment, and we're going into January, Mm -hmm. which, you know, there's some things to look forward to. She loves her dance and Mm -hmm. loves, you know, we've got some days off coming up, but there's, you know, it it feels a little more empty. Yeah. And can we relate to that rather than tell her why she's going to be late? Yeah. Like, can we just say, yes, this is...
0: A big deal. Like
1: we're having to shift gears.
0: Just saying, this is hard. This is hard because I think a lot of parents, including me, if I'm having a bad morning, like get up. It's time to get up.
1: Saying that doesn't that make your skin crawl?
0: It does, but that's and it's because I'm below the line when I do that. Another thing is sometimes I invite my daughters to take a breath when they're struggling with something. Mm Instead, my new thing is going to be for me Yes. to take, whenever you, whenever I want to tell somebody to take a breath, you take. it a means breath. I need to take a breath.
1: And it's a little bit like sending the postcard. Then maybe they learn from you doing it rather than, because sometimes, and again, Todd, this just, this isn't just you, because I know I do it too, and you probably don't point it out, but there are times when you teach instead of just share. Yeah. And, and, and the girls and I, because we always talk about these things, will say something to Todd, like. You know, don't teach it, just tell us. There's
0: a good one last... We were having dinner two nights ago. What was it?
1: I don't remember what you were saying. I was going
0: to ask, have them guess what something was. Yeah, you're like, tell
1: me what you think, the blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, don't teach it, just tell us. Just say it. Yeah, Yeah, because we don't want to guess. We're not in school right now. And again, if you're saying... If you're playing a fun game, mm-hmm. but if you're really trying to be like dad teachy or mom teachy, it comes off as as like something your kids want to roll their eyes at. If you yeah. want to share something, just share it. Yeah, like just be like, do you put it this way? Would you say? Would you talk to your friends that way? Would you say?
0: Um, surprisingly, I actually I think it's more fun to guess stuff than it is to be told something.
1: But it's in the it it it's one thing to like say to your guy friends, guess who was in this movie Mm -hmm. I saw?
0: Yeah, versus, versus something. It depends on the content. Exactly, yeah, it depends you. on the
1: content. If you're trying to share like something deep about emotions and yeah. you're having them guess, it's right. It's, you know. Yeah, whenever. But yeah,
0: yeah. I agree. We all
1: do it. Um, it. It's a very. We're taught to teach. We're taught to parent that way. In like that, we're somehow in this hierarchy above them, and we're offering our wisdom versus just having a conversation, yeah. which they can hear so much better. But so, do you have any more? No. Okay. So, I'm. I I have a bunch here but the my last couple are um space for the next thing love for myself trust in the process moment by moment living um read my books like those are things those are my resolutions too and those sound Sweetie, really general You don't
0: need to resolve to read your books. <laughs> There's no need for improvement on the book reading thing.
1: Well, to Sit down and re- – because you know how I read
0: over break. I read a ton, right? Yeah.
1: And I am – So you're re-
0: saying you want to read more books during the day?
1: I want – to not necessarily like at two, but I want to like – instead of go to bed and watch Parks and Rec, I'd like to
0: read. Huh.
1: Even if it was like just so for a weird. little bit. From
0: my vantage point, I feel like you do that. Maybe I do. A lot. <laughs> maybe I do. How many books maybe you got? I, uh, go you got, you got four on the kitchen counter. Uh-huh. Or maybe three. Three.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: probably got four or five on your nightstand Mm -hmm. and you got all the ones on the headboard Mm -hmm.
1: those i've done i'm done with those done with those Mm
0: -hmm. so you got about seven books going right Mm -hmm. now in two weeks you will have completed all seven books i'm guessing
1: or have started some and let them go because if they're not good i don't keep going
0: so yeah i mean just kind of holding up a mirror to you i think you're okay with the nighttime reading
1: how about enjoy the books rather than feel like I should be doing something different now.
0: See, I can't get inside your head. So I can't speak to that. I can just see the behavior and the behavior seems like, I think if anybody needs to read more books between you and I, I'm guessing. But
1: you're doing a lot of the
0: audio books and podcasts and I'm doing podcasts
1: too. Yes, you are. I know what you guys can do as your new, as your relationship resolution, go, um, give Zen parenting radio a a review. Because, actually, Zen Parenting Radio is doing fine on iTunes. It always has been. But there's like a thousand and one parenting podcasts now. No.
0: And really, the only way to show up is to re- have it reviewed. Speaking of reviews, I want to uh, thank the man who gave us a review on our YouTube channel and said, this sucks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what What is he... What sucks?
0: It just said, this sucks.
1: I know. But you know what? I think it's hilarious. Why do we have a YouTube channel? Because we, we don't put anything we there.
0: We literally have... of people subscribe to us we do not we have dozens
1: oh dozens okay
0: yeah but i've never looked at
1: our youtube channel and i i'd supposed to be it's like where
0: we put up the conference video or whatever so it's just it's and a lot of like silly actually we have some silly promos we used to do okay um but yeah
1: but he thinks it sucks he just
0: said this sucks (laughs)
1: So don't do that on our podcast. Only review it if you want to give it a five star review Yeah. Um, or I I guess I can't tell you what to do. Do you have to go, sweetie? I do. Um, So I just want to say Happy New Year to all of you. Take a few minutes and maybe write down some of your relationship resolutions, include yourself in there um, and listen to this Babu Freak song and you have to go look at this little guy. If you haven't seen Star Wars, and if you've seen Star Wars, you know who he is. He's got a very limited role in the movie. Yeah. but I barely remember him. He's a scene stealer. For you. To me. There's my um, alarm.
0: I want to say thank you to Jeremy Kraft. He's a bald head of beauty, and he does painting and remodeling throughout the Chicagoland area. 630-956-1800. Uh, we will catch you guys next week or maybe at the library tonight. All right. Our team's end.
1: Thanks everybody. He's
0: fixing drawers and he's ready, okay? To punch those Nazis in the face. Fricky babu, freaky, freaky babu
1: thanks for listening everyone remember to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and feel free to leave a five-star review on itunes it helps people find us also subscribe and review our pop culturing podcast a gen x viewpoint on movies and tv with an emphasis on personal growth and self-awareness it's basically the flip side of zen parenting radio Do you want more Zen parenting? Check out our third podcast, otherwise known as Team Zen. One of our team members described it as an advice column meets group help meets like-minded community. With your $25 subscription, you get two live Zen talks with an opportunity to ask us live questions, plus a Facebook community where you can interact or just listen to like-minded parents. If you can't join us live, you can still access all the Zen talks through the Team Zen podcast app.
0: Zen Parenting Conference 2020 is February 28th and 29th. We'll be discussing sex ed, gender, anxiety, neurodiversity, and healthy relationships. Go to ZenParentingConference.com to get your tickets.
1: Interested in inviting us to speak at your conference or organization? Go to ZenParentingRadio.com and submit a speaker request. And while you're there, check out our upcoming events or you can purchase one of my three books.
0: If you ever shop via Amazon, you can help us out by first going through the Amazon link under the support us link on our homepage. It doesn't cost anything to you, but we get a small commission from Amazon and guys, I have a one-on-one coaching practice. It's called coaching for guys. You want to achieve a better work-life balance or deepen your relationships with loved ones. We can talk in person, phone, FaceTime, you choose, and don't forget about tribe men's group. We have a virtual community from men all over the world. Head on over to the TribeMen'sGroup.org or shoot me an email at Todd at ZenParentingRadio.com. It's an opportunity for guys to come together and talk about what really matters. Finally, I want to give a special thanks to our founding partner, Jeremy Kraft. He's a bald head of beauty, and the company he has is Avid. They do painting and remodeling throughout the Chicagoland area. Go to avidcode.net or give them a call at 630-956-1800. Thanks for all your love and support, and keep on trucking.